0: You're listening to the Fedora Chronicles Radio Show, number 31, and I'm Eric Reiner Kingfisk. We are brought to you by Penman Hats, Bulldog Tough fedoras made right here in the United States. PenmanHats.com. This time we speak with one of the owners of Retro Kirsten Pagash, Doug Palumbo, Becky Cousino, and I spoke to her about the various products they carry. All of them have the retrocentric theme with images from Betty Page to Buck Rogers. You have to check them out at RetroAgogo.com. Your website is um, Retro Agogo, and your name?
1: My name is Kirsten Pagash.
0: Great to meet you. Thank you for dropping by. What can you tell our people about Retro Agogo?
1: Well, Retro Gogo is based in the Detroit area. We're a female-owned company. We started in 2004. I'm the owner and founder, and uh, we've been going strong ever since.
0: That's great. Um, How many years did you say you were going? Uh,
1: Well, we started in 2004. So it's been quite a while now and we were able to weather the storms and the rough economy.
0: What kind of products are you selling right now?
1: We have a line of awesome accessories, um, anywhere from 16 to 17 product formats. And our thing is really about retro artwork and it's either retro artwork from our original archives or it is artwork that we're using in the marketplace with the licensing rights like Betty Page, Mitch O'Connell,
0: and Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers.
2: I'm still thinking of uh, Betty Page. Thank you.
0: You know, for for a married man, you really do... No, never mind. We're not going to touch that. My wife uh, listens to the show, so... (laughs)
1: See, but Betty Page, she can be the girl next door as well as the ultra-vixen. And there's a lot of ladies that give Betty a pass. Even though they think she's gorgeous, they're not threatened by her. Partially because now we're really um, admiring her, you know, since her passing. So it's not like you're going to go marry Betty Page, but you may love one of her posters or cigarette cases.
0: What is it about Betty Page that people just seem to love so much, other than the fact that um, she's a, she was a beautiful-looking woman, and um, she was a little edgy, but yet, like right. you said, she still gets a pass.
1: Yes. Um, I think what's going on with Betty Page is that there was a certain amount of mystery to her. There aren't many things with her voice recorded, and so people can kind of project their own image onto her and kind of have the Betty Page fantasy. And I think that that's really appealing, and that she has so much charm, and she's so iconic. She even made her own bathing suits. That there's a whole lot to appreciate there.
2: Okay, um, with the licensing, you said you, you you mentioned some pretty big names: Buck Rogers, Betty Page, and the like. How has it been dealing with those companies in acquiring the license, and you know, in in, in keeping it?
1: Uh, well. The first license that we acquired was Buck Rogers. We're working with Steve Ford and Flint Dilley, who's the grandson of the originator. And they saw the products that we were producing, and they saw the quality, and they saw the types of things that we were doing, and that all of our images are the highest quality, a lot of integrity. And they said, hey, is there any interest on your behalf to pick up Buck Rogers and apply some Buck images to your particular formats? And of course, there was. It was a natural fit. We love the 30s, the 40s, and Buck just goes through so many different generations. So it really spoke to our audience. So he was the first acquired license.
0: What is it about the 30s and 40s and that whole era, those decades that you like so much?
1: Well, they were classy. Um, there was definitely an element of fashion. Um, you know, we were just coming off of the roaring 20s. Um, heading into some wonderful styles. Great things were happening in the cities. And it was just a real booming marketplace. And anyone that loves artwork, loves starlets, movie stars, there's just so much there to pull from.
2: I think a lot of that, for me, has to do with uh, um, before that time, it was a little, you know, society was a little um, oppressed.
0: you know, In
2: a lot of different ways. And then after the war, when people came back and there was a lot of money, and a lot of different ideas from the guys and gals that went overseas, a lot of that came back, and it just really just changed everything. Absolutely.
0: They, they changed the world. I mean, the yeah. greatest generation. There's a reason why we call them the, the greatest, because, I mean, they, they saved the world, and then they made it a better place. And, they, and it's like they did it with a kind of a style and... Um, and I, I don't even know if panache is the right word, but it's Absolutely. like I mean, you'll, and and the thing is, is like whenever you look at an old mo- any like old photographs or um, old movies, movies that are filmed on location, one of the things is like I really love about that is that um, that period is that there wasn't a lot of trash, there wasn't a lot right. of clutter. You look at any any person's home, everybody lived in like really neat and tidy little homes. And there, was, there wasn't there was a level, like, I mean, my, my wife and I have an issue with, with junk mail. It sure. just keeps coming, the, the sewer right. pipe just keeps pouring the stuff right, in. Right, right, right. They didn't have that back then. Right,
1: they just had a phone number, and if you called someone and they weren't home, guess what, you weren't going to talk. Nowadays, people can reach you every which way, and um, it definitely doesn't have the same personal feel that it used to.
2: Yeah. Now, talk about, if you can, like, the kinds of products that you put your images on and how the process works and you know what you do with maybe some of your original art that you put on the sure
1: well when the company started um, i was taking a look at all our archival wonderful ephemera that myself and my husband have been collecting for years and years all the way back to the 70s and i said you know wouldn't it be great if we could kind of resurface these great images and movie posters and vintage Valentines and bring them back into the world because so much of our printed things, sure, it's on the walls, but they're also in flat files. So we thought, well, wouldn't this be great if we could put a little uh, vintage Valentine on a ring or on a heart compact? Or wouldn't it be great if we could, say, put Buck Rogers on a card case? So really taking retro and the love for retro and turning them into top cultural items that people in contemporary society can really appreciate, as well as the functionality, appreciate the vintage artwork as well.
2: Not only is it functional because it's something somebody would use, like you said, a card case or... um what other kind of products do you do Uh, coffee mugs coffee mugs Uh,
1: no coffee mugs no bumper stickers (laughs) um we tend to stick with the nice high-end accessories picture frames we have some pretty great uh parasols four of which have betty page images as well as leopard which is very hot and trendy now um we also have all different uh cases personal cases necklaces Pretty much, um, someone came by the booth and they summed it up. They said, Man, this stuff would make some really great gifts. And these would be g- gifts that don't suck. And I think so much. <laughs> that's a new tagline. Mer- yes. Uh, you might gifts be seeing that don't it. suck. And I think, but I think that's true because let's say it's holiday time and you have $25. Okay, sure, you can go to a monster mart and get a CD maybe. But you're not going to feel really excited about giving it to somebody, and it's probably something you wouldn't want to begin with. The Retro Go Go products, people get them, and then they say, Oh, I was supposed to give this to my sister, and I kept it for myself. So now I'm guilty, and I've got to come back and buy another t shirt or what have you. Mm-hmm. So it's really um, products that are thoughtful, that people enjoy, and like I said, gifts that don't suck and have retro images. How can you go wrong?
2: That's great, and you, they seem like uh, you were just saying rather affordable.
1: Absolutely. Um, The highest priced um, piece is a really nice uh, car coat with some embroidery and some patches. However, most of the products are $30 and less. That's great. So extremely affordable and high, high value for the money that you're spending, as well as the print quality. You can go see a, a card case somewhere else, but there's a huge difference. When you put ours in your hand, it has substance, it has weight, the print quality, the artwork, really matters to us. So we want it to look great, and it does.
2: Now, do you do a lot of the? Uh, do you do the work yourselves, or do you have it sent out, and then you, like, like do you put the image on the card case? Let's say yourself.
1: Well, um, when we first started, we did all our own printing, all our own cutting, all our own boarding, resining. Um, I went to the hospital a couple times for some exacto knife uh, slashes. And those days, luckily, are behind us, so we do a little bit um, more high-line production. But it depends on what the product is. If it's a parasol with our printed artwork, that comes as a finished good, so that's good to go out the door. If it comes as a belt buckle, then we actually assemble in Detroit um, the belt buckles that go out to all the different customers.
0: Now, you make it sound as if a lot of the stuff that you sell is made here in the United States.
1: Uh, I do my very best to try to keep business um, in the United States. Also, Detroit, where I'm from, there's a lot of businesses that are really hurting. So, for instance, I get my T-shirts printed in the Detroit area, and I try to do a lot of printing in the Detroit area and try to really keep that economy humming.
0: Now, you mentioned Monster Marts.
1: Yes, Don't make me say any names.
0: (laughs) Please. You don't have to say any names, but I think that you and I are on the same page. What is it about Monster Marts that you hate so much?
1: Well, let's just say a long time ago they stopped caring about quality and about integrity and about wonderful things. And when you go, sure you can get a t-shirt for 10 bucks, but it's going to be crappy and it's going to fall apart. And it really looks like everybody just stopped caring where when you go to, say, one of our thousand stores where you can find our products, you look at it and you really feel like someone who designed it and developed it and created it cared and didn't just do it for a quick buck. You go to a Monster Mart and they're producing things by the hundreds of thousands, The stuff's cheap, it's going to fall apart, you don't feel good about the quality. So a lot of people think that's where we're headed, that we want to be in Monster Marts, and um actually that's that's not where we we're seeing our best fit.
0: You would like to remain on the internet small and have control of the the quality of the products that you have. Yes,
1: and continue to care about the quality of the products and care about the customer, not just have a rules and regulation book that we flip to and have an answer that we put on a voicemail so when someone calls they can't speak to a person, they talk to a machine. We want to pick up the phone and say hello, Retro Gogo, how? can we help you and we want to continue to be able to do that and offer that kind of customer service
2: i think that's great um not only do we have a good interview i think we have a sponsor for our next radio show hey
1: I, I we think, do sponsorships all the you time know, you
2: know what as a matter of fact i'm going to have to say uh this edition of the
0: fedora chronicles radio show is brought to you by retro amazing new products arriving daily come and see what's new Retroagogo.com. how's that is that
1: okay fabulous wow you guys really sound good.
2: Yeah, well. Oh, so fun things! <laughs> G- oh, 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 oh G- <laughs> golly,
0: and you're so pretty
1: too. <laughs> oh, thank you.
2: Is that one of your belt buckles, by the way?
1: It is, of course. I'm always wearing retro go-go. Items I love them. You can see it's just a beautiful piece.
2: It is. I was gonna. It looks like an old, um, like a like a old sailor's tattoo. That it kind is, of style. Exactly.
1: And we do. Um, if I can tell a little bit more about the company. Please do. We have, um, tattoo art that we are utilizing. We have burlesque. We have pinup. We're huge in the hot-rod rockabilly market, which we haven't even talked about. Love
0: rockabilly. And, well,
1: and back to Henry Ford in Detroit, when you're talking about what was happening in the 30s and the 40s, you know some of the best cars getting produced off the line and some of the most efficient factories were coming out of Detroit.
0: One of the reasons why the Western world became the Western world and became... I mean, the reason why we're world-powered, not just because we... Um, ended World War Two. we won World War II the thing right. is, is like, we made the best stuff in the world absolutely and we've lost touch with that right so now you wanted to talk about your rockabilly stuff
1: yes yes um, the rockabilly stuff has really taken off and there's a lot of crossover with people that like retro So what we find is people that like retro hot rods also appreciate rockabilly, and they also appreciate burlesque, and then we go right into comics, and then that leads us to horror, which leads us to sci-fi, and so we really um, cater to all those different styles, all those different themes, and when you say, well, aren't you all over the place? And it's, yeah, my husband and I are, because we love everything. So everything is motivated by us, feeling passionate about what we're delivering and we're just constantly developing back to your point Doug when you had asked you know who's doing what we design and develop all our own product so we're not going to an outside manufacturer we're going with our actual drawings our actual designs images the whole nine yards.
2: That's great now if somebody wanted a product and you didn't have it do you do any custom work?
1: Absolutely we sure do Um, we've done custom work for Ford Motor Company And believe it or not, in the 1970s, the Pinto, which was never cool, has once again reemerged. I guess, as cool, which is hard to believe. But we did some really cool um, card cases with the Pinto, a Thunderbird, and an F-150. We've done some belt buckles for Harley-Davidson. We work with a tattoo artist who does a lot of custom products with us. So the whole gamut, we can do a small custom job and keep the, the quantities real low and uh, roller derby you know, team that wants to do some belt buckles we can help them out with that and especially if it's someone who's grooving with our style and our passion for retro then we tend to lean a little bit further to do what we can to help other people out to promote themselves and all the cool stuff they're doing whether it's a rockabilly band out in England A hot rod car place in Switzerland, you know, we're there to back them up and help them promote themselves.
0: Just like we're just trying so hard to just provide a voice for fellow retrocentrics to just get their word out. Yes. And it's like, um, I I think um, people who are living or surviving um, or enduring modern society, they're so hungry... For for that era, that to the point, whereas I mean, some of us—I'm not going to mention any names—Doug um, are really <laughs> nostalgic for something like um, the Pinto or the things that we grew up with. Well, it's like a it's
1: like a home cooked meal or something that you put in the microwave. And there's something really special about a home-cooked meal. Okay. It sounds like I'm getting arrested. Yeah, it's security,
0: security has just found <laughs> out that, uh, that Doug and I are here. We're going to have to shut this off early. And uh, The feds found us. <laughs> they've, yeah. Um, what, what is the strangest request you ever got?
1: Um, well, the strangest re- request was kind of a little story. And it was actually a question that we got. This lady... Um, emailed us and she said hey i really love your vintage tattoo mermaid products and she said i love 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 that tattooed mermaid which is a an object and an image that's been with us since the beginning it just is something that has remained popular and she said is it okay if i get a tattoo of this mermaid on my arm so i talked about it with my husband and we said you know sure why not so about five minutes later, she sends a JPEG of the tattoo on her arm. <laughs> and I was thinking, <laughs> wait a second, there is no permission being asked, you know. And um, so the tattoo was already made. So she was requesting permission when obviously permission wasn't even necessary
0: for her to move forward. I think what she was really trying to do was, was trying to show off and endear herself to you folks. I think that's what she yes, was really trying I to do. I think you're
1: right. I think so. you're right. And it was, it was high praise and quite the compliment that someone would want to permanently affix our artwork to their body.
0: Like when Doug got a, um, the Fedora Chronicles logo tattooed to his bicep, I thought that was just, Doug, you shouldn't have.
1: Doug.
2: That's good because I didn't. Wow.
1: <laughs> Eric, don't lie. You know it was his rear end. Oh, my goodness. Doug, do tell.
2: I have tattoos, just not the Fedora Chronicles logo yet.
1: Yet. I heard the yet. Hey, you guys should do some custom
0: products with us. Well, as a matter of fact, we have uh, T-shirts. Right. Uh, coffee mugs. And I would love to just um, work with you and just... Absolutely. Anything that anybody wants, within reason. Yes. A retro
2: shoehorn. I think that's... Yes, now
0: shoe-horns, those
1: are very popular. Did you guys have a dad who had the pine wood that stretched the leather shoes? Yes,
0: as a matter of fact, I have in-laws who still have those. Who still
1: have those. See, those are not on the market. I don't plan on putting any out into the market, but again, such a retro thing.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of retro um, products, like um, like, um, my father-in-law, well, my in-laws, in their basement, they have um, hand tools, Wow. working hand tools in the basement, all displayed on the wall Beautiful. in a faux workshop. It nice. hasn't been used for years, but it's just its just on display. Oh, sure, sure. There are so many things that's like... It's reminiscent. That's what I want on my wall in my basement, but I sure. would actually like to be able to use those tools. Right, now, right. As, if somebody had said, um, I have... Um, I'll teach I you how
2: to use them someday, Eric. It's all right.
0: That's fine. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Wizard. Um, if somebody had an idea for, like, like, a hand tool, is that something you would also be interested in? We would in?
1: consider just about anything and um, at least start with the initial dialogue and uh, entertain what opportunities could be out there.
0: Absolutely. Um, is there any interest in all in perhaps selling fedoras on your website?
1: Absolutely. Yes, yeah. indeed. We do not have fedoras. My husband right now, who's upstairs in the booth of the Retro go is wearing a fez, so, fezzes and Fedora's. And I'm a fan of the classic French beret, so um, maybe one day hats will become part of our division.
0: We would love to be able to help you with that in the yeah. future.
1: Sounds good. Eric, I'd love to see uh, Fedora Chronicle's cigar boxes and cigarette cases. Yes, we have um, very cool cigar cases as well as cigarette cases. But for those of you who are not smoking, the cases are great for ATM card, credit card, cash. You don't have to smoke to enjoy our cigarette cases. And, of course, we would use it for our Fedora Chronicles business cards. Absolutely. Which you would pass out to many marvelous people that are retrocentric.
0: We have to keep in touch. Absolutely. Anything that we can do to help you in the future, just be sure to give us a and and thank you for being a new sponsor of the Fedora Chronicles Radio Show.
1: Absolutely. Let me know how we can work with you. Again, we're here to support each other. I love the retro movement, everything retrocentric. I'm there with you guys.
0: Thank you again. Okay,
1: you're welcome. My pleasure.
0: Special thanks to Kirsten Pagash from Retro Gogo for taking the time to talk to us. I cannot recommend her website and her work enough. Holiday season is right around the corner and it is never too early to do some shopping for yourself and even some of your own loved ones. RetroGoGo.com Coming up next week on the Fedora Chronicles Radio Show, we'll have two or three more Comic-Con specials that will wrap up this series. And next Saturday, Jay Cousineau and I will be talking about the dangers of social media. So, on behalf of the staff members of the Fedora Chronicles, and Doug, Jason, Becky, and myself, keep your chins up and your fedoras on.